If you're here for improv, go away. This is Promise and Improv with Anthony Francis. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Other Than Improv. I'm your host, Anthony Francis, and I am excited because my guest today, she is an improviser from Munich, Germany, originally from Croatia. She has a website called improvshine.com where she does improv, she teaches improv classes. Uh, she's just a kind, wonderful spirit, and I'm very excited to have her on the show. Please welcome Anki. Hey, Anki. Hey, Anthony. Welcome to the show. You were just telling me that you listen to every episode of this podcast so far, which warms my heart, makes me so happy. Thank you so much for listening yes, to I it. Did. <laughs> and, and and there's a variety of people that you hosted with so many different topics. It was so, so interesting. Well, that's very kind. Thank you. And I'm I'm excited to have you here because you're an improviser who does uh, you follow a very similar energy, a very similar philosophy, and you are kind of far away. So it's nice to know that Germany has some really, and I, I know Germany has great improv already. I have a friend who, uh, who moved out there and did some improv, uh, and, and said that the, you know, improv across the sea is just really good and is, is a good welcoming community. So I hear it's, it's going good over there. Uh, your, Based in Munich, but you came from Croatia, off an island. You're an island girl. Yes, yes I am. Uh, I've been here for the last uh, six years, and uh, I think I'm going to stay for a while. <laughs> yeah. What was it like uh, growing up in Croatia? What, like, in what what way was it an island? Was it an island like Manhattan is an island, or is it an island like <laughs> the Bahamas is an island? How? What kind of island? Are those my two options? <laughs> no, no, no. You can any. I, those are just the only two islands I really know. <laughs> well, um, it was modest. Let's call it like that. So I was born in the 80s. Uh, so before Internet time. Uh, and uh, yeah, growing up was you have what you create, you know, like with your friends, uh, with your neighbor, um, neighbors, you just play around on the street or not too many cars. You know, you don't have to be afraid. Like I'm afraid right now for my own daughter who's six years old. You know, I cannot let her go to the supermarket, you know, without me freaking out. Where is she? Uh, but it was different uh, back then. Uh, everything was way more relaxed, I would say. Um, yeah. And one of the things that I've that I've been doing since I was, I think, 12 was uh, letter writing. Right. This you... is, yeah, this is one of the um, ways I spent my time uh, reading poetry and writing letters and my diary. So when you write the letters, are you writing them to someone or are you writing them just in your diary? No, both. Uh, so uh, recently I read my diary when I was 13. It was all about the boys. Uh, mm -hmm. and the sweet, <laughs> sweet troubles, um, who likes me, who doesn't. Uh, so that was a waste of time of reading. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, since I think since I was 15, I started to have correspondence with two girls from my high school. So we were literally in the same classroom and we would exchange letters every single day. Uh, like I would give mine uh, in her hand and she would give me hers. 
Um, so that remained with one of them. It remained until today. So we are not exchanging now every day in the classroom, but we are sending uh, our letters with a mail. She's still in Croatia. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to even say how many years that is. <laughs> let's, just, let's just say a lot. <laughs> just a couple of years, right? High school was, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe exactly. five years ago, you know, five, Something six. Like that. Yeah, yeah uh, thank you. You know, I... I used to, my wife and I, but back when she was my girlfriend, we worked together and she worked in a, we worked in a spa. She worked at the front desk and I worked in the men's locker room and we couldn't talk, we couldn't text on our phones. So we would write notes to each other in a notebook and pass the notebook back and forth to each other. So nice. something similar. Yes, I actually did that as well uh, at the university. It was literally like that. We had a notebook. So I would write, let's say, for a week, and then I would give it to my friend, and then she would write for another week in the same notebook. So I've done all of these options. <laughs> right, right. It's so funny because we look at texting and sending messages as being so normal now where you can be on your phone. But when we were a little bit younger, being on your phone was considered very inappropriate at work and texting. I mean, I'm sure it's still inappropriate in a lot of places, but, uh, but it just, and it was hard to text a lot. You had to text like, you know, very shorthand because the phone wouldn't let you do full letters. You didn't have the full keyboard. So anyway, that's old well, people talk. First of all, yeah. First of all, in that uh, time, uh, you had SMSs, at least here in Europe, and you had to pay them. So this is a huge difference if you compare it with today, where every, if you have internet, basically everything is free, you know, like WhatsApp and other apps. <clears throat> so that was one thing. And then, yes, uh, hundred and something characters that you can write. <laughs> and then the new message, the one you have to pay begins. <laughs> so you're going to be very, very, you know, um, how do you say that? <laughs> um, economic with your uh, expressions. And, you know, it's just like, I will, I'll tell you tomorrow <laughs> when I see you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You don't write yeah. more than that. <laughs> too much. It's too much to say now. Right. So I want to talk quickly about your improv background, and then we'll talk about anything else. We'll talk about other things. But I wanted to talk about a little bit. You started with, um, you started improv relatively recently, I guess, right? You're, or maybe you're three years in. You started in 2018 with Rice Cookie. Tell me a little bit yes. about your, your start with improv. Oh my God, this episode is going to be a little bit of improv. So, <laughs> a little bit. A <laughs> Am I an exception? <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, uh, when I was in Croatia, especially when I was studying, uh, I studied social work. Um, I was doing a lot of drama things. So, I was having my drama group and we would visit um, uh, some maybe socially deprived people, like homeless people or children in the home for abandoned children and we would make a little place for them and home for elderly and the similar places so i did the drama in my life before improv and also before i came to munich uh, while i was still as i said um on in university i did the theater of the oppressed which is some form of improv but not quite i'm familiar with so, theater of the oppressed it's to help with uh, I was just talking to someone about this the other day and I couldn't remember the name of it. And that's the name of it. Um, Yay. right. Where you role play and then you have the audience, uh, offer up different ways to, uh, to change yeah. the narrative, change the scene. Is that correct? Yeah, Why don't you talk um, about it? 
you t- you tell it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a long time. I have to be also careful what I say. So the thing is, um, I think the main difference is that uh, with the uh, theater of the oppressed. The focus um, is on uh, social problems and tackling them and talking about them and increasing the awareness of the individual responsibility to work on making things better. So um, when I was doing that for like a year uh, in one theater, uh, we had some um, social problems at that time like people being um, sexually intrusive in bus, in public transportation, uh, and then we would set up that on stage and then the audience could come in, replace uh, the certain um, uh, uh, player uh, or character and then try to help from that per- uh, perspective. And, and, and you can't was, use magic and you can't use violence, exactly. right? Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So it's... Uh, it was very, that was just one example. It was very interesting. You know, the people would, uh, at first they would be a little bit um, shy, but <laughs> later on the show would never end because they had so much to say and they were so inspired and passionate. Like they really wanted to do something about it. And I really like that. And I think uh, theater can also help in, in that aspect. Um, so that was very, uh, it was very good and being thought by um some um, drama how it's called um like uh, directors but those who also specialize the education in drama right um and uh, and they uh, they really taught me a lot about antagonists and how uh, we experience change when we are approaching differently so this is one of the things that i'm also bringing in improv and when i'm also teaching is um, being aware what does my what do my words how do my words affect your character you cannot come as a stone and go as a stone you know mm-hmm. so if um, um if you are some like black and white um antagonist and you are being an issue in this whole scene and you are then surrounded with the various people with their stories and they touch you in in a way. So if you are just refusing to change, then the player is the one who is actually not contributing. Because if you are touched, then your character is also touched to change something. And it's not a magical change. It's not like you know suddenly he is the perfect, uh, a good guy. Uh, but it it moves something in you. So I'm I'm really trying to put that in my teaching as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Be it, be changed, right? Have allow, allow your character to be changed. It's such a great, great lesson. Yeah. For people to know. Well, well, we'll, we'll move on from improv. I just wanted to talk about that's great though. Theater of the oppressed is such a great thing that we need more of, especially here. We need more of that here. Um, well, why did you get into social work? What was it about social work that interested you? Well, when I was young, I wanted to be a police officer. Uh, and then I ended up being a social worker. So it's pretty similar. <laughs> so, and I you just, are a social, uh, you went to school for it and you are a social worker or you were. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I have a diploma in social work. Um, so the thing is for me, I'm very um, obsessed uh, with um, working for a community and making things better for everyone, you know, not just thinking about your uh, yourself. 
uh, but see how you can contribute to making a world a better place. And best way to start, of course, is with some local community that you're in. So I wanted to do some little changes in my um, in, on my island. That was my mission. Uh, when I finished university, uh, I returned on island and I established a non-governmental organization, something like youth organization. And I started with various programs um, for the children and youth. So how to use their free time better. We also offered education and mobility projects where young people would go to some other places, even countries, you know, to to work maybe also on their prejudices and stereotypes because the uh, Croatia is rather traditional uh, and conservative uh, country and being in small places and isolated places it makes things even more homogenic homogeneous how is mm-hmm. the word um yeah and and i'm I, I feel that I'm a little bit open-minded as a person. So I really wanted to show people that there is more to it and that we all are um, equal as people, uh, no matter what to, and who do we believe in or what is our sexual orientation or whatever. So that was like uh, three, four years of my full-time uh, volunteering engagement, uh, which, I, which I gave for my community. Many good things came out of that. And some new initiation also happened through it. But Anki, why? Why do this? Why take your time to do this? You could be, you could be doing other things. Why take this time to help other people and, uh, and do this kind of work? Like, what's in it <laughs> now, for you? <laughs> now you reminded me when I was uh, searching for a job, um i was searching i think i think it was being like in some type of um institution which was like a governmental institution for youth programs and then they asked me why would you work here uh you know like uh, you were pro- you were a project management you were ma- meeting ministers and presidents of Croatia and doing you know advocacy and lobbying and and national campaigns like why would you come here you know so i, I don't know for me it's I, I don't i i just do things that i believe in and that's it there's no other way and and i i believe that um uh i didn't have much when i was young uh we didn't have programs we didn't have anything um, and if you're a little bit different than others, then you're really alone. So I just wanted to offer the place where people could meet, be together, uh, and uh, simply, you know, fulfill their potential the best they can. I 100% agree with that. And I was playing a little bit of a devil's advocate because I wanted to hear <laughs> your side of it. You know, um, for me, I can tell you that with with improv and with um, uh with this work, it's, you, you feel, uh, you feel kind of alone, you know, until you find that your, your people and improv is my people. So I feel, I feel more connected now than I ever have when I go to a festival or I talk to you or I talk to anyone who's also an improviser. I already am more open and more connected because we're, we share in the same thing and we get each other. Uh, so that's, um, that's part of it. Well, what, um, so now you're, you're a kindergarten teacher as well. Or now you're a kindergarten teacher, or maybe you're doing both at the same time. Well, um, so now in in Munich, where I am, um, my full time job is being a kindergarten teacher, um, and uh, in my free time, I'm doing improv uh, uh, 
as an improviser and a teacher uh, whenever I can. I host um, jams or some sometimes other organizations call me. So I host their jams or they, their workshops. And this all makes me very, uh, very happy. Um, but as a kindergarten teacher, I, uh, yeah, I'm like 40 uh, hours a week uh, there. And I also try to put a little bit of improv inside our daily life <laughs> because, I mean, children are amazing. Uh, I didn't even know that I'm going to like to work with them. I work with children from three to six um, years old and uh, and they're amazing. And I learn also German from them. So I speak German now but uh, not not perfect <laughs> and i'm even losing my english because of german like i cannot <laughs> think of some words or like prepositions are even worse than they ever were um yeah but but the children are they are amazing sometimes i go home i'm tired but there's some some happiness inside me uh because this group that that i'm part of is just amazing i said amazing way too many times but no, I, I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, <laughs> teaching, teaching will do that to you. Your, yeah. uh, I love to teach. I, uh, I don't, I don't know how to teach children very well. It's not that I don't like to teach them. I just, I don't know how to. I need people that are ready to, to learn. I don't know. It's hard. The discipline. I don't know how to balance the discipline side with the, uh, w with the, let's play and do improv side. I, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Like, so if there's kids I, yeah. that are disruptive, I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how to get you to stop being disruptive and then go back and switch into play, playful improv teacher mode. So it's, uh, that's always been the I challenge understand. for me. I'm sure you <laughs> I know. understand. Um, and, uh, I think there is always like in the end of the kindergarten time and maybe later in school, but I have no experience there. Um, you get to the, uh, to a point where the, the oldest are like, no, I won't do this. No, not again. And then, you know, the whole group, it's like, no, I also don't want, don't want to do it, you know? Right. And that's right. like, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, um, I think they, they see the joy that I'm having uh, while doing it. And I'm always trying, you know, to create something new. Uh, and also I don't want to, um have any big expectations you know it's like um there there are children who never want to draw never want to you know create something like uh, handmade stuff you know and right. uh sometimes i also felt like a failure like oh my god like i created so many different um methods of how can we approach art and you just don't want to take anything <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> but you know but i also when my children when my child asked me about lego um i don't know if you have that in in america lego lego yeah legos and like connecting blocks little yeah, plastic yes, yeah. oh we sure do yeah so when she asked me, for me, it's, it's like pure torture. <laughs> yeah. Just just sitting on, on the floor sometimes is difficult for me, let alone think of something creative to build. Uh, but, you know, so I respect their individuality. And, um, and I also use um, maybe some improv uh, role play, so tools, something children are doing it anyway without me. It's a role play. They are very active in that. Of course, they are choosing the classical ones like... Uh, uh, fairies and uh, Ninjago or uh, <laughs> or Paw Patrol or, or similar characters. Um, but still, you know, they, they're always in the role play. So I Let, try. Oh, mm -hmm. Let's yeah. go back real quick. You said fairies. Then you said mm -hmm. Inyago. 
Ninyago. Ninyago. Yeah. Say it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ninja Go. It's like Ninja. Ninja Go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Here it's called Ninjago. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Oh, okay. All right. And then, and then the other one was was a troll. Yeah, like unicorns, Paw Patrol. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paw Patrol. Okay, gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I I thought I thought <laughs> I thought you were talking about. Uh, I thought these were like like trope characters from like mythical like fairies and there's like <laughs> the german like some sort of like troll and a, uh and i'm like uh you know i have i didn't know i was like what are these what are these uh <laughs> mystical german creatures no ninjago anthony like the cartoon okay i don't know i don't know what i'm saying yeah exactly uh i'm so not what you call smart i'm not <laughs> only exceptional uh, um yeah, so I don't know. I, I I haven't. I mean, I've been working in kindergarten for like two, three years now, not never before. So everything is still kind of new to me, you know, and I'm learning from from them so much, even for my own daughter, you know, uh, so oh, it's cool. a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, and the fact that you say because you're an improv teacher as well, and you're a teacher teacher. And for you to say that you're uh, you know, your learning is such a great sign of a great teacher. Anyone who who still feels that they have a lot to learn and that they're they're open to learning, I think, is what makes a great teacher. Uh, that you don't think you have it all figured out. I think I think the day that I go, oh, I got it all figured out, is the day I need to get out of the game. I need to I need to stop teaching because I obviously have stopped learning. Um, so I think that's great that you do that. Well said. Um, well, we're coming up to the end of our show. I, I, I want to keep talking to you. I will keep talking to you because we, (laughs) we have a good relationship. I love your class that you do. I want to plug you a little bit. So, uh, Anki, you have a improvshine.com. So if you want to learn more about Anki, she's got a website called improvshine.com. You can, uh, on her site, it's really great. The website's great. There's two buttons. There's just two yeah. pictures. <laughs> Click on one or the other. One tells you about who Anki is. The other one tells you where you can find all the all of Anki's stuff. Really easy. Uh, so uh, you can go there. There's Facebook, Instagram. Uh, the Facebook event you just did. She does an online class. You do this online. It's a jam. jam. It's a jam, right? We we call them mixers here. Uh, we we've gotten away from although jam still works, but I personally have started to call them all mixers. Uh, and that's because of a friend of mine who said, let's call them mixers because mixer has less of a combative uh, word. I don't think jam is combative. He felt it was. And so out of respect for him, I say mixer. But anyway, um, so you do a jam and uh, and that jam is really done in a very great way. If, if you've ever taken my Monday night drop in class, it's a, it's a very similar format, which I took from Jared from uh, from the Joy of Improv. And I think it's such a great way to do online improv classes because you get to mix it up. You get to do improv with people that you'd never expect to do improv with. And I love the random the random connection between improvisers because, or, or the random pairing of improvisers mm-hmm. because you end up doing improv. If you got to pick who you, who you did improv with, you'd never pick certain people just the way we are you just wouldn't pick these people and so by randomly picking people you you force us to do improv with people we might not have picked ourselves which i think is an important thing that we all experience 
and do because you will be surprised the people that you thought no i don't know if i want to do improv with that person you end up doing great improv with that person uh so i love that you do that that way and um and if you know so so definitely i'm just letting everyone know check that out Uh, is there anything else that you want people to know about either with your improv or any message that you want to promote um people write letters (laughs) Hmm. write letters write letters to whom who should they write letters that was that was our initial topic um, it was we didn't tackle a lot but that's perfectly fine i can come again (laughs) no problem Um, please (laughs) uh well I I never wrote a letter to myself, but there are many people who are writing uh, or a letter to a younger self or a letter and then I'm going to read it in five years or something. So maybe that's your thing. Give it a try. I write letters to two friends of mine. So one for like last seven years and the other one for <coughs> decade two. <laughs> no, we're not going to go into details. Yes. Uh, and um um, and they are like my diary and, um, I don't write diary any longer, but, uh, I just feel better if I share it with someone who I cared about and who care about me. And, um, and when I get a reply for them, I also feel hurt. Um, and I love to share little, you know, everyday stuff. And now what I do, um, extra, but you don't have to do it. Maybe it's also a waste of time, but I just love it. I just enjoy, uh, decorating letters like with stickers, but they are not like those children's stickers. They are like nice artistic stickers. Um, and I don't know, it's almost like uh, making your own little, little book of your own nonsense. (laughs) That's really nice. That's really, really nice. And there's a, I think there's a lot to, sitting down and writing a letter, especially now that all of our communication, like we talked about with text messages, that all our communication is so fast and so, so cheaply sent that we don't take the time to write it out and decorate it and say, this is an important message. This message is important because I took the time to decorate it and we just don't do that anymore. And we need to, we need to do that. Um, I always said if I ever wrote like a book, uh, I would I would bind it by hand and build them by hand. Every time someone wanted the book, I would just build it by hand because it's an important piece of information and I want them to know that I care. Also, I don't expect to sell a lot. But <laughs> but still. Otherwise, you would not brag about doing everything, you know. And make... <laughs> but, but I love this. I love this idea of letter writing. Well, um, Anki, uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for chatting with us a little bit. Um, I, I would love to to do more of it, but that's what makes this special is that we we keep it brief. And uh, if everyone uh, would please uh, write a letter uh, to Anki, we will uh, post your home address. No, no. no. Uh, but uh, but this is so great. Thank you so much uh, for being here and and sharing this uh, with us. This is wonderful. Thank you, Anthony, for your invitation. If you're here for Improv, go away. This is Comedy and Improv with 